You got a pop socket over there that looks pretty nice. Pop socket. So we talked about pop sockets and my love of pop sockets slash insecurity from a pop socket. Yes. And a lady in our church came up to me and came up to us and gave us new LC branded uh, asterisk pop sockets. It's super nice. So I ripped my other one off and now I'm repping. Hey, I love it. It's and our so first tug of more gift. Our first tug of more gift. So That's if you are fun. a strong masculine man, do not be afraid <laughs> to put the pop socket on your phone. <laughs> Because it's a blessing from the Lord. It's a blessing. You're right. It's good. Every morning, my alarm goes off, and I like blindly reach over to my nightstand, and my pop socket's already up, and I so easily grab my phone and turn my alarm off, and then I jump out of bed and I attack the day. Hey, I've not Cause really. Because that's what you have to do. I've not really used pop sockets much in the history of life, but I'm going to try it. You've got yours mounted very low. Because my hand is much smaller than your hand. Yeah, well, this is the advice I gave you. No, it was your. I said, I said what do I do? Yeah, you got to put a little lower so your hand can be a little. So when I'm taking a picture or when I'm reading something, yeah, it's perfect. I'm excited to try it. Pop socket. Hey. Hey, it's welcome. All a <laughs> welcome to Tug of More, That's right. where we're in a constant conversation between yep. two friends that work together in ministry about how to pursue the more that God has for us. Yep. And it's a tug. It's a fight. It's, it's a, a fight to get out of the comfortability of where we are and into what's next. That's right. It's always hard to get to the next level. Yeah, but it's That's worth the it. The, the fight is worth it. The strug struggle is worth it. And so our goal here is to just be vulnerable yeah. and to share kind of what we've learned, mostly through what we've done wrong, but also some things we've done right. Yeah. And, and how God's continuing to teach us. So yeah. last Vulnerability time, was great. That's yeah. a couple episodes ago. Yeah. If you haven't listened to Vulnerability, check it out. No, if you haven't true. subscribed, Liked or and liked comments or and followed shared. or things. You know, what I do is I get on YouTube and I look at every comment and I reply to every single one. You're so nice. Now, I don't know how long I'm going to be able to do that, but no. I want to be able to do it as long as forever. As long as forever. I want to do it as long as <laughs> These forever. These are good goals. Yeah. You never make extreme goals no, ever in your never. life. Why? Hey, shoot for the moon. <laughs> it's true. And then no, land there and, and build a colony. <laughs> Forget landing among the stars. That's garbage. You don't want to be a, a No, star. build a house on the moon. Let's go. Okay. Elon Musk up in this mug. What about Mars? Uh, it's red. It's the devil might live there. Red is the best color. It's the, it's living church's color now. Well, it's also Satan's color. Okay. Okay. So <laughs> what are we talking last about today? time we were sharing about emotional health, like yeah. we shared the journey that you and I both went on in life where we recognized oh, some man. areas where we were both kind of a wreck because of some stuff that was happening and it came out in areas where it wasn't really the issue right because we were dealing with some other things emotionally but yeah. we weren't dealing with them right and so we had it was coming out here but there was really a deeper issue here yeah and emotional health is huge you know huge. we have a uh thing that we do with our staff team called harbor weekend yeah it's very different than a staff retreat it's more emotional health focused right and we had one and we taught a lesson about how everything in life is connected everything and so what we can try to do is we try to advance our ministry but our ministry really is connected, chained yep. to our emotional health. Yep. And our emotional health is tied to our relationships, right. to our marriage. And so like at that staff retreat, I don't have a whiteboard or I would draw it, but like I drew uh, three drones. It's kind of weird, three drones. And then I wrote under them like a little package and that these three drones were connected to each yeah. other. And like the one can't can only go as high as the slack in the chain right until the other one starts to take off and so like 
you might be highly gifted in your business. You might be the best home builder. You might be the best teacher. You might be the best pastor communicator, but if your emotional health is a wreck, you're only going to advance so high. Or if your home life, if your marriage is falling apart, it's all going to be connected. Yeah, it's all weighted by each other and you can only go as high as the as the lowest one, really. Exactly. And so we have to work <clears throat> intentionally and consistently yeah. to dig that junk out. And to and to lift it up. Like to look at where oh, right. do you need to work on? I feel like I talk to a lot of pastors that they're always reading the new book. Right. They're always implementing the new right. strategy. No, they're right. always listening to Craig Groeschel's podcast, which is incredible. And they're getting all this new content. But I'm like, when's the last time you went to marriage counseling? Right. Like, when's the last time no, you talked right. to a counselor and cried about what happened to you when you were 12? Right. Because if you're not, if you're not doing those things, the new systems and the new strategies, man, they're shackled by your emotional health. Because it's all an onion. It's all layered upon layered it upon is. layered. It is. I mean, there's times right now still in counseling. I've been in counseling a long time. I go every other week and, and something will hit me and I'll realize, oh my word. That's attached to that thing that I've already dealt with years ago, yeah. but it's still there because it's all a layer. Right. The reason I see this person the way I do is attached to like eight other people in my past. Right. And so I can't work it out here because I haven't dealt with it back that there. That one phrase is a trigger for me yep. because somebody else used to say it in a way that demeaned me or hurt me yeah. or, or abused me. And now I hear this and I, I'm, I'm back. Yeah. In that moment where yeah. I was hurt years before. And so we have to work intentionally yeah. to figure it out. Which is hard. It's super because hard and painful. Here's, <laughs> here's what we want to do. Everybody has been through some form of trauma. Yeah. Everybody has walked through some things that are hard. Right. When we hear the word trauma, for me, when I heard the word trauma, I was like, I haven't been through any trauma. My wife has been through trauma. Right. She was abandoned and abused right. and homeless. All these things, like you look at that and you're like, oh, that's obviously traumatic. Right. Me, my mom and dad love each other. Right. I haven't ever been through any trauma. But then like I had. Right. I just refused to admit that some ministry hurt, right. some words that had been spoken over right. me, some abandonment issues that I was dealing with until I said, okay, this is trauma. I feel I now admit that this thing actually affected me. Now I could start to deal with it. So what you're saying is the first step is recognition. Yeah. But you're talking about recognition of yourself. Right. It's not recognition in other people. We're really good at that. Oh, oh. <laughs> and the, as pastors, we're great at it we, because it's what we do. People think that their spiritual gift is observing issues in others. Right. That's not a spiritual no. gift, man. That's just observation. No, right. But but recognizing in yourself what's going on yeah. and being able to identify the hurt in your own self and, and the triggers, man, for me, that's been the biggest thing is recognizing, oh, that's a trigger for me. That's a huge thing. Yeah. It's called self-awareness. called self-awareness. Uh, it's, a, it's a huge idea that I think sometimes we don't understand. Yeah, but you always have a great definition of what you say it is because you've you've put words to it in ways. I feel like self-awareness is a buzzword right now in yeah. culture. It's like a thing that everyone's trying to be, but very few people actually are. Yeah. And so you have what's your definition? You always say okay, it. Okay, so really I define self-awareness as being able to understand what you're feeling and why in real time and adjust. Okay. So so in, re in a real situation, being able to be self-aware and see, 
Why do I think what I think? Why right. do I feel what I feel? Right. And becoming aware of what's coming out of me and be able to readjust. Right, because I think a lot of people say self-awareness and they're like, yeah, I am aggressive. That's just the way I am. Yeah. I'm aware that I'm aggressive, so yeah. I'm self-aware. Yeah. No, 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 no. It's, no, it's beyond that. It's I'm aggressive, why am I aggressive? Oh, because once I was mistreated, and so now I feel like I need to stand up for myself, so I get defensive. And now in this moment where I'm being defensive, ooh, take a deep breath, don't act like that. Yeah. That's what you're saying self-awareness actually is, yeah. right? Actually knowing that you're feeling something. Yeah. So we've already done a conversation on insecurity. Yeah. And so self-awareness is, okay, hmm. because so-and-so is in the room, yep. I now feel insecure. Yeah. And because I now feel insecure, I'm either gonna turn up or turn off, and so because I don't want to be that way, I'm going to change myself yeah. to act how I should. Mm, that right. self-awareness. No, it's good. But where where it's hard when it comes to emotional health and talking about trauma and all the things from the past is seeing that they're even connected. Right. Because people aren't self-aware. No. What we do is we think, I already dealt with that. Yeah. I'm already over the fact my parents got divorced. I'm already over the fact that I was abandoned. I'm already over the fact that... I was overweight. I'm already, and we, we think that like we've already dealt with it. And so we kind of close that door, but we're not aware in real time right. that the reason we're being a jerk over here is because of what happened way back there. It's an onion. It's it's, an it's onion. all so connected. Can we talk about uh, college trust in for a second? I think that's a really good, okay. like silly example. Yeah, it's a good one. To help lead people into what we're talking about. Yeah. So college trust in was wild and out. Right. Always. All the time. And, uh, crazy want, and fun like i meet people all the time yeah. that are like oh wait you work with trust and oh man that dude's crazy that's yeah what they or say. even professors and people yeah, still all kind of people you want me to you, are we talking about the conference yes, we went to yeah, yeah. okay so where we go to a conference right and we've got our staff there yeah and i'm being me my normal, normal like normal you kind of fun but kind of like i'm here to learn i got my notebook right. and then i see what two some, or two or three guys that from, i went to college with yeah. and a literal shift happened in my life banana pancakes moment. i've never seen it before i was like who's this guy <laughs> because my boys from college are there yeah. and we all turned up we all turned up what's up and like we're now wrestling each yeah, other it's bananas. in the lobby I of never, a church i was like what is happening but there was but i wasn't in that i mean this was years ago in that moment i was ago. not self-aware right of what was of what was happening and so later i was like hey that was that was fun <laughs> and you're like what do you mean and i'm like dude you were i've never seen you like that before yeah. and then in that we through that kind of conversation I'm like oh yeah i was acting like those guys because yeah. of that season of life yeah but that's exactly what happens that's what happens so that's a fun one and it's okay yeah it's if fine. i still see those guys today right. we're gonna be wrestling and joking and saying a bunch of stupid stuff but the problem is, is when that just becomes a part of our daily ritual. Right. Because is now, that, is that now every time we see our mom, right, we turn into a different person. Right. Or every time we uh, are in a large group of people, yep. we are now unable to be who we really are because we're intimidated of the group of people. Yeah, I think that we've talked about it before that like there's moments where your personality can cause you to turn up or to turn down. This is huge. So, you know, like on your barbecue grill, you have that knob, that, right. you know, hotter or colder. Right. I think that all of us, when we start to feel insecure, we have that same knob. Yeah. Some of us, when we feel intimidated or afraid or insecure yeah. or nervous or anxious, 
we grab that knob and we turn one of two directions. Right. Some people turn it all the way down and they get quiet. They become wallflowers. And recluse. Right. Nobody knows them. They don't talk. And they call it meekness, but they're not really meek. They're afraid. Right. Meekness is strong. Strength. Meekness isn't weakness. It's just strength cool. with a little bit of sweetness. I remember that. But so they turn down. Other people like me, right. when I get insecure, right. I turn up. Right. When I get nervous, I go alpha male right. because I want to show my dominance. Yes. But really that dominance that I'm absurd, uh, that I'm uh, inserting is actually I'm scared. Right. And so when we can feel in real time, okay, I'm turning down. I'm getting scared. I'm getting quiet. Oh. No, no, no. Get self-aware and stop doing that to yourself. Right. Oh, I'm turning into a big, loud, crazy, wild animal. <laughs> no, no, no. Don't do that. Stay who you who you are. Well, it makes a huge difference, not only for you, but for the people around you when you can be aware in the moment. I talked about it before that like when I started communicating and I would meet with you yeah. about my like sermon and all the things, yeah. I would freak out. Yeah. And internally... I was freaking out mm -hmm. like, okay, I'm, I want to do good. I want him to think I'm doing good. I, I really want him to think and know that what he taught me last time I learned this time and, yeah. and he's not having to reteach it to me. And there was a lot okay. of dialogue happening in my head. Yeah. But what was happening on the outside was I was kind of like, and then, huh? Yeah, huh? I was just, kind, I kind of turned down and up at the same time. <laughs> yeah. You were talking really fast to try to show like I'm not stumbling, right. but then we're real not smooth. Yeah, real. Uh, okay, but okay. Not confident. So let's unpack it. Yeah. Why? It wasn't me. No, it had nothing because to do with you. Because you and I are friends and because, work together. But it but, had but to it do was attached to. Rejection in the past. Okay. Words of people who said, who does she think she is to yep. even try to speak God's word? Is she qualified? She is a woman. Yeah. All kinds of words. That, that I had to identify I was attaching to you yeah. because you are the one giving me the opportunity, teaching me in the moment. Yeah. And in that, in that moment, an authority over me that I think because of rejection of, and pain and abandonment of people who are either over me or were supposed to love me, it, it, is, it, is, it, it sounds crazy, yeah. but it was a very intense experience so for me. So you were in a safe place. Super safe but being affected by things that had happened previously. Long ago. This is what we're talking about. Right. This is how emotional health right. stops us from more. Because what you could have done right. is you could have just stayed there and been nervous with me and we would have stopped progressing. Right. And then I would have been like, well, I guess she doesn't want to preach. Right. I guess she doesn't want to keep growing. Or you just thought this lady's crazy. This lady's crazy. <laughs> right. And then we're not able to advance. Right. But because you had enough self-awareness to in the meeting say, hey, I don't know why I'm acting like I'm acting. I'm sorry that I'm feeling this way. Right. We were able to get through those things. Yeah. But people just live their whole life thinking that that this is just who I am. Right. No, I think that's what happens. You got to you got to get over what you walked through so you can walk into what God has for you. Okay, that was a, that was a power statement, but it's true. Yeah. Like if you don't if you don't admit to yourself first. It, you can't then admit it to anybody else. Yeah. Because in that moment, if I couldn't say to myself, Whitney, he loves you. He's yeah. for you. He's not going to reject you. Yeah. You're feeling that way because other people have. Yeah. I couldn't even bring it to you first. Yeah. I had, I had to identify it to myself. And I think for a lot of us, we don't want to admit things. We don't want to admit. No, we want to look how we, stone cold Steve Austin. We want to look like we don't have any uh, weakness. Right. And, and we have to be 
swear in ourselves to speak it and, and then to ourselves first and then speak it out to others. Because if not, we start doing a bunch of other crazy things yeah. to try to deal with it. So, so the truth is it's all connected. No, it's all connected. What we've been through is connected to where we are and where we are is connected to where we're going to go. And for me, there's been a hundred times that you've brought to my attention. No, trust and wait a minute. <laughs> you're feeling what you're feeling because you think that this person is the same as that person. Right. And so you've helped me be self-aware in moments yeah. to see that it's all connected. And what we want to do is we want to, we want to manage, we want to manage it. Right. I think that when we start to feel these feelings of inadequacy or overwhelmed, or we're not good enough, or trying to navigate our emotional baggage from the past, there's a couple of things that we can do. We can yeah. try to manage those feelings. We can try to mask those feelings like they aren't there, right. or we can try to medicate those feelings. And I know that's a giant idea no, to kind of yeah. hold on to. So uh, not too long ago, we were at a conference that you and Rachel were speaking at yep. and a guy who I've known for years, he came up to me and he said, Hey pastor, I have a question for you. I've been following you on social media and it feels like you've gotten really free on social media. Like everything uh, is just you, right? It's not super polished. You got stuff in your living room with your kids. Then you got stuff that you're preaching. And he said, how do you do that? How do you, how did you get to this place of comfortability? Yeah. And as I've kind of chewed on that question, what he was really saying was, I'm really insecure to be myself. Right. And I see you really securely in yourself. And what he really is battling is this like, I'm aware that I'm putting on a front, but I don't know how to stop mm. doing it. And so like, I think we're, we're talking about getting to more. And I think one of the reasons that people don't get to more is because they're, they're scared. Yeah. They're just afraid. And so like this podcast, yeah, it's not the best, right? Like we don't have the best room or the best sound or the best right. experience. We like, even today, we don't all the way know the topics that we're talking right. about, but we're just going to push anyways. Right. We're just going to, we're just going to, we're just going to do it. And yeah. I think that there's a point that you have to just identify the things you don't like, but don't let them stop you. Right. There's lots that I don't like, right. but I can't let it stop me. I don't like that this camera shot shows my fat neck. Well, yeah, this camera shot basically is cutting off my entire face I, and you just see the bad part of my hair. There's lots, there's <laughs> lots, there's lots of things that I don't like about me. Right. Lots of things I don't like about right. me. But am I going to let the things that I don't like about me stop me from pursuing the more that God has for me? No, that's silly. We can't. No. That's the, the struggle of self-awareness is like even being aware of the things that you don't like or that you wish you could have changed by now, but not waiting. Because what mm. happens is we spend our whole life not advancing because of silly things we don't like. No, that's really good. We don't like our voice. Right. We don't like how we look. We don't like we're not, we don't have a college degree or this or that or the other thing. And so we don't try. No. But if we could just get self-aware and realize that those things that we don't like aren't even really that big a deal to anybody else or to God. Right. Moses didn't have a college degree. He's a stutterer. Right. Who's scared to death. Right. But God used him to do, to do great things. If we could just get past our own 
insecurity in our own. It's why I said in a couple episodes ago that insecurity is the greatest epidemic in the church. If we could just get over it and be self-aware about like how we feel and push past it, we could accomplish anything. No, it's good. Living church is going to advance, not because I'm great, but because I don't let my insecurities stop me. Well, and you're not afraid to say, I don't know. Right. We're not afraid to say, we don't know what we're doing. We're not afraid to say, hey, we'll figure it out together instead yeah. of just acting like and yeah. putting on the facade yeah. that we've got it all figured out. It's, yeah, we're willing to fumble. Right. Like, I would rather try. I'm not a sports guy, so I mess up sports analogies. You're fine. But I would rather fumble the ball and trying to get a touchdown than just only play my life playing defense. Right. And when we're not self-aware, we're just playing we're just playing defense, like trying to put up this facade. Yeah. Which you taught, dude, it was so good at Living Church a while ago about veneers. Yeah. And the facade yeah. of of what we do to try to like make everybody think that we're good enough. Yeah. No, I mean, veneers are in culture, they're like your fake teeth. And I actually have veneers on my teeth because I had bad teeth as a kid. And so it's easy to look at my face and smile and go, oh, she has perfect teeth. But yeah. what's true is there a fake, a false cover over some teeth of mine that actually had cavities and yeah. were, were unhealthy and had to be cleaned up. And so that's what we do though all the time is we put a cover over everything in life that either we don't like or we think other people won't like. And we oh, don't allow ourselves to be who God's made us to be because right. we think the flaws are the thing that will disqualify us yeah. or keep us back from it. Instead of recognizing just being ourselves as part of the story of who we are. It's such a good illustration for so many reasons. One, because of the fact that you're vulnerable enough to say these are veneers. Yeah. Because most people will go and get some fake teeth yeah. and pretend like they're their real teeth oh, yeah. and no. never even never even address address it yeah because they want to look perfect it's the greatest illustration but then man we spend our life right we spend our life trying to flex and so we spend all of our money on new clothes and new shoes trying to flex we spend all of our money on a new car trying to flex we spend all of our time building a fake instagram profile so that our church looks bigger than it is right instead of actually admitting what it is and trying to grow no i've talked about it before that like there were seasons of my life when i was putting certain shoes and clothes on a credit card that was keeping me up at night that i couldn't yeah. pay my bill yeah and pay it all off in a month that i was carrying debt but it was because i was trying to be somebody and wear something that wasn't even and like what an absurd cycle yeah. that i put myself in yeah of like oh yeah look at me this is who i am no 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 yeah. just be yourself yeah the funny thing is people actually like who you are yeah just yourself <laughs> you know the bible says that your gift will make room for you yeah your gift will make room for you right and so if you can just find what you're good at and like what your gifting is and just run all the way in that and not be insecure about all the other things. You think the fear people have in self-awareness is that they will, they will identify so many things they don't like that they won't even be able to focus on the things they that are good or Maybe. the gifts that they do have? Maybe. Like out of a hundred, maybe I'm out of a hundred things I'm only good at 20 of them and I'm horrible at 80 of them. Right. Okay. So I can either. I wasn't saying right. Like, yeah, no, you're no. bad at 80 I, things. I'm saying <laughs> but, I can either spend right. my life obsessing about what I'm not good at, or I can spend my life leaning into what I am good at right. and dominate. Right. And I think that too many people 
think about how, well, I'm not good at this. I'm not good at that. I'm never going to be able to accomplish this instead of just leaning into the places that you're winning. Right. The, the whole reason we have to have a team is because the team is the thing that fixes what right. we're not good at. Right. The whole reason that Amanda, who's on our team, yeah. is so valuable is because she's the best at what I'm bad at. Right. Bailey is here in the room right now. I don't even know how this thing works. I don't even know what this does. I use it for Word and the internet. Right. But Bailey understands how Instagram and cameras and all these right. things work. And so her gift is the thing that makes the body whole. Right. No, it's true. So quit. Man, if I could just get it into people, quit obsessing over what you aren't and start focusing on what you are. Right. The good gifts that God's given you and being yourself. What's funny is you said your gift makes space for you. It makes a place for you. And what's funny is so often when we mask and we hide things, we're actually not just masking the things we don't like. We're yeah. masking the good and yeah. the gift. Yeah. And so we we can't even fit into the space God has for us right. because we've we've hidden the gift. We've yeah. hidden the good. Like I, uh, as a female, you know, leader, like words like bossy and, and assertive, like those kind of things can came over me in times that I started to get insecure of them. Yeah. But instead of recognizing, no, that's the gifts that God's given me. Let me, let me mature those. Let me actually cultivate those. Let me not mask them and yeah. just be nice and sweet all the time. Yeah. That's what makes space for you. And yeah. so I think so often we cover things trying to hide the things we don't like, but we end up covering all of it. And that, man, it pulls us away from who we're meant to be. And there's a bunch of things in life that force us to feel that way. Absolutely. So like I have talked on here before about how was, I was never like a great student right. in school. And so because that created some insecurity yeah. in me in some areas, it makes me think that I'm not as good as everybody else. Mm -hmm. Once you realize that like school is a, uh, is a non-realistic reality. Right. The, the world, adulthood, does not operate in classrooms with one boss and, and, a, minute and a bell that rings right. and big yellow vehicles that right. pick you up and drive. And so once you can get past, like, who I was there is does not mean that this is who I am in life. No. And you can start to flourish <laughs> in the more.